Hello, welcome to Banking Payments and Wealth Spotlight, a podcast from Capgemini Financial Services that looks at the latest trends in financial services through the lens of some of its leading experts. I'm Mary Ellen Harn, and this episode is all about banking industry trends from the viewpoint of testing experts. Joining me today is Anant Morthy, who is a vice president at Capgemini and is responsible for the testing practice for banking and capital markets. Also joining me is Spiros Leolis, who is the chief technologist for Global Alliances for MicroFocus. Thanks, Anand and Spiros, for joining me today and being a part of this podcast. And let's just get right into it. So 2020 was a historic year on many accounts. And what technology trend or change most surprised you? Let's start with Spiros. Thank you, Mary Ellen. Yes, indeed has been a, a tremendous and a historical year by all means and accounts. What we have noticed is a significant growth in RPA and uh, significant growth in the mobile app development. The fact that we have asked people to work from home, the fact that we have seen uh, a number of enterprises to send people to work from the remote locations has actually made a necessity or a requirement to enable more and more robotics process automation, as well as people to use any means of mobile applications. And therefore, we are seeing a lot of growth in this uh, uh, mobile app uh, development. On top of that, we have seen a lot of development around cloud migration, the move from legacy and mainframes to more and more cloud. And we are, of course, beginning to see the creation of new digital channels, meaning transactioning through smart devices, through chatbots and the likes. There is one more area where we're seeing a lot of growth, and this is the blockchain development or distributed ledger technology. And over the years to come, we are expecting to see a lot more traction into it. And let's turn to Anand now. Are you seeing similar trends or something different or additional trends? Thank you, Miriam and Spiros. So besides the points that Spiros brought up, which are bang on, what we are also seeing is the banking is taking the lead in the cloud migration as an industry. You know, if I was to look at banking, capital markets, insurance, healthcare across board, Banking is way ahead of its curve. The second thing the banks, I think, are doing is changing behavior, you know, is looking at the behavior of its end customers and changing it, adapting to be more digital, mobile, and avoiding the brick and mortar. They're trying to make banking as an experience of literally walking into an Apple store. Modernizing the customer experiences where it's heading towards. The other interesting trend we are seeing is there's an increased appetite for mergers and acquisitions from the mid-sized banks who are looking at smaller banks, regional banks, consolidation happening in that space. I think the next couple of years is going to be exciting. I think uh, from where I see it, I think the number of banks may reduce, but the spread will increase. The way banking is being done is going to change. Thank you, Anand. You know, transformation always seems to be the buzzword and the focus. Were there measurable transformations in the QE industry? And how will that change the evolution of software testing in the future? Let's start with Anand. That was a great question, Mary Ellen. So the way I view technology change and modernization and transformation is on three uh, facets. People, process, and technology. 
And the most important change I'm seeing in the days ahead is the people aspect, because this calls for evolution from moving from uh, manual testing, automation testing to testing the way the market demands is testers who understand development, testers who understand domain, looking at full stack developers, looking at full stack testers. And this means a transformation of the workforce. The second thing I'm seeing in the market is banks want to be considered as product companies, which relates to the first one where people skill sets have been evolving. And banks want to consider themselves as fintechs, have a product mindset, get into the agile way of delivery, start looking at quicker sprints, shorter timelines, go to market, etc. And for this, we are seeing a trend where a lot of product technologists are moving into the banking industry with the hope that they will evolve banks to be more product centric. The other aspect we are looking in and this is interesting because this is more in terms of the small and the mid-sized banks, which have started leveraging the global delivery model. Unlike in the past, where only the Citibank, the Bank of America's Chase were the ones leveraging the global delivery model. There is an appetite to leverage this model between the small and the mid-sized banks. Thanks, Anand. Let's turn to Spiros. What do you think about transformation and focus? Yes, thank you, Mary Ellen. Anad made a very solid point around the people, processes, and technology. And in fact, transformation focuses on these three major, on, on these three pillars. Technology is seen as the accelerator in this particular uh, area. And that has a major impact in the way we do the job, therefore the processes, and of course, the people itself who have been impacted both by the transformation itself, but also by the, the, the COVID-19 pandemic. This really creates the people aspect has created a new realm of data experts who now need to make more and more ethical decisions on forecasting, on how they do predictive planning, really how to offer this multi-channel customer experience. And therefore, we need to make sure that everything is very well understood. Everything within the partner ecosystem or the banking ecosystem is very well understood and taken into consideration to make those what I call ethical decisions, how to really put the customer first. And what I mean by customer first, we're talking about product customization based on the client insights. You will also hear it as customer focused or you know customer backwards. There are multiple terminologies out there, but it's really about the, the client insights and how we create product and services around it. There's also one more thing that uh, you know very many people tend to forget. This is really the financial services industry is moving more and more away from what we used to call paper money into digital payments. The traditional banking system was based on paper money, and that is becoming more and more, I don't want to say obsolete, but it's becoming something on the back end where most of the people today are building more and more digital payments, digital wallets, you name it. So while we will maintain the paper money, the cash, this will be left for the backend systems, for the transactionality among the banks. But for the everyday uh, use, we are going to focus more and more into digital systems. So digitization is really the major force of transformation today. Thank you. Thank you, Spiros. And let's now turn to your organizations. What changes or modernizations will your organization be focusing on in 2021? Let's start with Anand. Thanks, Mary Ellen. So 
building on what Sprio said is, you know, on the digitization, I think that is the key and it is emerging from the fact that the customer behavior over the last few years has changed. So let's take the aspect of customer wanting to have the data at their fingertips. That leads to organizations such as us to build technology offerings and skills around data security, test data management, test environment management, which are very key to ensure that the data which is available to a client is secure and current real-time and available for transaction, which leads to the next one is the customer experience. Today, customers want to have the ability to have all the transactions of their accounts, as an example, across multiple banks at their fingertips on a screen. They don't want to transact with five different banks. And which brings us to a situation where we build technology solutions which are interoperable across platforms, across different environments, across different technologies, and build an ecosystem to enhance the customer experience. That's really interesting. Let's now turn to Spiro since, and see what's happening in terms of the focus at MicroFocus. We are putting cybersecurity at the center stage for 2021 and really for the years to come. Obviously, cybersecurity is becoming an ever-increasing focal point, not only for our, ourselves, we are, of course, a cybersecurity, among other uh, provi solutions provider, but we are putting it at center stage because we have seen the trend um, of more and more organizations really looking to increase uh, cybersecurity. The recent events that we have experienced, you know, indicate that, you know, it's really becoming a focal point. And the way we do that is two, twofold, right? We do... We build our products and our solutions securely by design. We look at this secure by design concept from the very early stages of, of the solution development, from the design to the development, to the deployment, to the operations. The second one is we're actually bringing what we call identity access management to the forefront. I, it ties very well to what Anand just said, you know, the know your customer. So identities, who accesses and what is really becoming uh, a very important thing. We need to know who access and what service, what is the purpose for his access. And of course, the zero trust. We absolutely need to establish zero trust or we start with trust nobody and we establish that trust, you know, one step at a, one step at a time. The second component that we do is security operation centers are becoming more and more important aspect of the organization, right? We start to understand and we start to analyze patterns, usually ingested patterns. We understand, we analyze them, we understand how people behave, and we build policies around it, right? So this is really security operation centers are really becoming a very important aspect in, in the organization, and we're putting a lot of a focus into the security operation centers offerings that we have. And the last thing is, on top of the traditional performance of applications and application uh, development, we are bringing the security component uh, of it. So we are making sure that the app, an application is not only exceeding its expectations in terms of performance, but it's also exceeding its expectations in terms of security. And that is independent of where the application resides. It can be web applications and, of course, mobile applications. So this is really our focus for 2021 and for the years to come. Spiros, I love that beginning point of trust nobody. That's really, I mean, I think that's a really core tenant to, to follow as you're developing 
all these different strategies and modernizations. And then also going back to what Anand said, uh, KYC or know your customer. And then that is so key because you're right. Customers really do want data at their fingertips. And I think that's really two, actually three points that you you both made that really resonate with me listening to how you describe what we're going to be doing in 2021. Okay. So let's now turn to key quality engineering themes for 2021. Let's start with Spiros. What do you think these key themes are going to be? Oh, absolutely. And I believe things will be moving more and more to the edge, right? This digitization, the fact that we're going to be using mobile applications, you know, we're going to be using smartphones, we're going to be using smartwatches, it's actually going to put a stress on the edge. So application performance at the edge, this is what I believe is going to be the main theme for, for, for 2021. That requires, of course, a great level of data accuracy. We need to make absolutely clear that the data that we process are accurate, they are effective, and of course, they maintain the the appropriate levels of privacy and protection. So that is absolutely critical for us to do. Another thing to consider in terms of quality engineering is the security operations automation. What we mean by that is that there is not enough hands, there's not enough people to actually do operations uh, today. Therefore, we need to start automating as much as possible. We need to really start creating resilient automations within our SOA. Therefore, I believe, you know, because of these digital transactions, because we are digitizing more and more, because we're adding so much, so much data into the into our processing automating the security operations by building more and more, let's say, resilient systems or introducing additional automated controls within the security operations is absolutely critical for 2021 and again, the years to come. Could you tell me a little bit more about how you, what you're referring to there? The application performance at the edge, as more and more devices are becoming interconnected, is going to be a key quality engineering thing for us. And what I mean by the edge is everything is becoming interconnected. Everything that we use, our vehicles, our cars, our watches, our mobile devices, everything now is considered to be an an edge device. And therefore, we use them to do transactions, mostly digital transactions, of course. So we are adding more and more capabilities or we're adding more and more functionalities at what we call the edge. Making sure that these applications, making sure that these services are actually running seamlessly at the edge is going to be an absolute critical component in the application performance as well as in the security performance of it. In order for us to be able to do such a thing, we need uh, what I believe Anand called earlier on, uh, data at our fingertips, but we need to have secure and accurate data. Therefore, we need to make sure that we process the data accurately. We need to make sure that we actually get the right data. And of course, while processing the data, we need to make sure that we maintain the appropriate level of protection and privacy, right? Now, because of this wealth of transactions, because of this, let's say, expanded use of the edge, It means that there is not going to be enough hands in a security operations center to look at all the potential incidents that we may have. 
there's there will never be enough people to look at every red light that shows up in a security operations center. Therefore, we need to start introducing more and more automation into into the security operations component of, of an organization. So that level of automation, understanding really, you know, understanding really of security operations, understanding really all of the potential incidents uh, and making uh, right decisions or making the right policies and the baselines on that security operations is absolutely uh, uh, critical. Because again, the the transactions are becoming more and more digital, and the wealth of these digital transactions are going to going to put a major stress in the way we do security operations. Thank you. Thank you, Spiros. Let's turn to Anand now. Uh, what do you think the key quality engineering themes are going to be for 2021? Thank you, Mary Ellen. I think the phrase at the edge really resonates with what I had in mind with and what I see uh, as the themes in 2021. And it's the convergence of one technologies. It's a convergence of especially the embedded technologies. You know, we speak about devices. We speak about Internet of Things. We talk about uh, digital platforms. All this correlates to are these things interoperable across hardware and software? I think that's going to be one of the key aspects, and that will enable cashless transactions. That will enable payments to be made. That will enable accounts to be integrated. That will enable the customer experience to be enhanced. So there is a whole uh, aura of the convergence of technology across hardware, software, and user experience. Thank you, Anand. Let's take a little bit of a deeper dive into the QE organization. So we're seeing organizations beginning to dissolve the traditional testing model. Will a dedicated QE organization continue to exist? And Spiro, let's get your thoughts on this. Thank you. Actually, this is a very good question. Dissolve is probably a stretch here to use as a term. I do believe that this is, is a new evolution of the, of, of the testing teams or the QE organizations. Shift left is obviously uh, driving more and more testing to be done by the development organizations. And in fact, we are also seeing the security testing becoming more and more uh, involved in this shift left type of, type of evolution, right? We're also uh, seeing a lot of modern technologies that they have already been deployed, and therefore that helps in this shift left type of evolution. Cloud technologies, APIs, containerizations, where you have already these uh, micro type, microservices type of solutions, or you know these build once and deploy multiple times, obviously in a controlled fashion, solutions being deployed in the cloud is really helping in this shift left evolution. In fact, we're seeing some of the large banks are adopting what we call now the AWS model or the, the cloud model where you can deploy a new service, you can deploy a new uh, offering and roll it back immediately if there are uh, issues. So some of the testing is done already in the production through the uh, early deployment. So I don't think these times, I don't believe that these teams will actually be dissolved, but I believe that these teams will actually be enhanced with more and more functions and capabilities. And are you seeing a similar thing or something different? I think Spiros made a very valid point on all the bullets that he spoke about and his thoughts on this. Uh, one thing I'm also seeing out there is the 
decline in the monolithic test organizations which were built over the last 20 odd years uh, organizations are moving more to a federated model because of moving into the agile moving into a faster way of delivery and reorganization of their own it teams they are evolving and what i'm seeing is testing becoming more of a test management office across governance metrics management in their organizations the second aspect i see out there is testing is shifting left and right and spiro sport spoke to that also it is bringing in test practices you know be it model based testing in the requirement and design phase or taking over test environments so that the testing organization has control over its data and its environment which was historically done by the infra team so there is a trend to definitely move inclusion i'd like to just say that you know spiros made a very interesting statement saying trust no one and uh, we had a phrase back in the days it says it is in the back of a dollar bill which says in god we trust we expanded that and said and the rest we test thank you it's <laughs> <laughs> a great way to end this podcast thank you anand and thank you spiros for joining me today and sharing your insights to our listeners, if you found this podcast interesting, please subscribe to Capgemini's Banking, Payments, and Wealth Spotlight podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast apps. For more Capgemini Financial Services podcasts, please also subscribe to our Insurance Insights podcast. We'll be back soon with another podcast. In the meantime, please connect with us on LinkedIn and Twitter and visit capgemini.com. To learn more about MicroFocus, please visit microfocus.com. This podcast has been brought to you by Capgemini Financial Services. Thanks for listening.